One second. Okay, there we go. Sorry, I. One second. Oh, bro. Oh, let me lift this Skype into place. Oh, just let me. <laughs> it shouldn't be that much effort to plug in an Ethernet cord, but I guess it was. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> not upper body strength there. It is four feet in diameter. I got fat <laughs> pipes here. Yeah, that's how you get all the data through. Exactly. So much data. That's how here, the data works. Here at yeah. Duck, here at Duckfeed headquarters, we got to push you know a bunch of data through. Yeah, it's like the sewer treatment plant of data. It's like big pipes of data just farting out into the ether. <laughs> just, I'm just picturing, uh, I'm just picturing like some kind of like montage, like, and here's where the podcasts come from. <laughs> Little kid, and now I know where podcasts come from. Yeah, have a complimentary podcast. Surely they don't expect us to eat this tripe. And here you have this free tripe. <laughs> it's funny that you bring it. Like, I was out uh, with friends yesterday, and we ended up accidentally, like, you know, bringing up every single, you know, super quotable thing from that episode. That might be, like, the most quotable Simpsons. And, like, visually, too, like, it's got the, the food chain chart, yeah, which is, you know, incredible. And just the, you know... Now I'm going to show you the killing floor. Don't be alarmed. It's not really a floor. It's more of a metal grating that allows blood and guts to sluice through. <laughs> yeah. So good. When she's, when she's picturing all the different kinds of meat. It's yeah, got lamb yeah, chops hot and a hot dog. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, so man, good. that little lamb. Yeah, so good. That's the. It's fun for fun for kids. Uh, what is it? What, what is it? Three to three, three to eighty three or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Super good. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were out at a Mediterranean place, and I was eating uh, kafta or kafta. Yeah. Uh, which you know, and uh, people were asking you what it was, and I was like, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> some kind of beef. I don't know exactly what goes into this though. <laughs> that, 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 that's when it came up. So. Oh, Some man. sort of beef. She's leaving home. <laughs> just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still holy shit. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I learned what gazpacho was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is the, the the like. It's not my favorite episode of The Simpsons. No, but it is definitely has some real highlights. So. Holy shit! Wow. That is, it is real good. <laughs> but what if somebody wants a non-alcoholic beer? It does never come up. Yeah, all the dust. Oh yeah. boy. Sorry, I just... It's I just, okay, you get stuck in, a, in an asshole. <laughs> and you, you, just, you can't get out. You have to tell, somebody has to talk you out. You got to get wavy gravy in the relaxation tent to, <laughs> to give you some orange slices and some tang and, and talk you down. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> oh, that's not helping the matter. Yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What the fuck? Oh boy! Um, is, your, <laughs> is your house on fire again? It's actually it's the um, it's like there's a, some kind of parade, and then it's also like Navy Leave Week. Okay. Here, so things get a little sireny. Okay. During that time, sometimes, and there's just sailors walking around everywhere, which, <laughs> like, you know, I, I guess no respect to anything, but they look fucking ridiculous. Like <laughs> sailor suits. Like, how, why do we still have those? Wait, like, wait a minute. Are they are they are they dressed up like a like a five year old going for his like photo shoot? Totally, like they each have a lollipop and they <laughs> <laughs> curly they just, hair. Yeah, they're just floating on on knees. 
<laughs> that just just scoot around town, um, disembodied knees, the uh, just just floating laps. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. They, I mean, they look just like they look like they're wearing sailor costumes. It's just like this weird piece of clothing that's transcended. Like when something makes the transition from uniform to costume, you know, you know, <laughs> you know that something's wrong. And that's what happened with our with our brave fighting seamen with, with yeah. out there on those boats. They go out there for like you know for like four you know you know four or six years at a time. So right, and that's why it's so important when they come back here and they get to impregnate as many Portlanders as possible. So <laughs> just spread the seed and get a new generation of new generation of sailors coming in. Join the Navy. Oh, God. Join the Navy. Man. Even at Neosh. That's a little bit late. That's a, that's a bit late in the Simpsons canon for it to be to be quotable. But. No, no. It's still, it's, that episode has some funniness to it. Yeah. It's, it's before it gets excruciating. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost tempted to see what season that is. I think, I, I think I stopped after like season 12. It's uh, it's probably like season eleven or twelve. Okay. Like I was surprised. I had this weird urge to watch um, the episode where Homer learns his middle name is. Oh yeah. yeah. Surprised I didn't have it because I, I just have one through nine on DVD, and it's in season ten, and season ten is still still pretty decent. Yeah. There's still some good stuff in season ten. Yeah, I've got uh on on files on my computer, uh, legitimately obtained. I have three uh three three through uh three through nine that mm. I that I watch. On a on a relatively regular basis. That's, that's of course the golden. Oh, yeah. golden era. Like one and two are only really good for um, like when back when I watched DVD commentaries, which like I don't have the time now, but the commentaries on those episodes are really good. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they're just starting out, and it's interesting to hear how they kind of like you know learn the ropes and everything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah three through nine is definitely the the golden age. But it's crazy to me when people say something like three through like six, or like people yeah. give it a really narrow berth. And like you know, do these people not realize that like the Hank Scorpio episode is in like season eight? <laughs> do they you not know? realize <laughs> you only move twice? Come on! Yeah, come on! <laughs> it, it, like it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> fucking, fucking Max Brooks, not Max Brooks. Yeah. Albert Brooks. Uh, there we go. Albert Ma- Brooks. Yeah, Albert Brooks. Max is so good. Max Brooks. He wrote those yeah, zombie books. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Albert Brooks, who came back to be the uh, the to be the villain in uh, yeah, in the please. Simpsons movie. Surprisingly you know, de- uh, decent Simpsons movie. Wonderful, wonderful voice. That might be my my actual favorite. If we were talking about favorites, I love that episode. Yeah. Like there, there's so much about the the humor in there. Like they're just that uh, you know. Do you have any sugar? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he's on packets. Like I say that, you know, four times a week to, to people. It's entirely lost on like just coworkers. <laughs> Who asked me anything? And it's just like, yeah, sorry, it's on packets. Uh, so, so good. And then the whole the hammock. And in fact, I didn't even give you my jacket. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Go ahead. Hang on my jacket. Go ahead. Can't yeah. find a wall, can you? Didn't even hand you my jacket. <laughs> it's, it's such a good time to backwards, too, just implying some kind of weird sleight of hand. Yeah. He took it to, I don't know. I'm in the middle um, of a fun run. Yeah, the, the, uh, the names of the people in the special school. Like, are just like, you know, they're just like stupid names, which doesn't make sense. But just like, you know, if you name your kid Gordy, like he's going to be slow. There's just there's just no getting around it. Either that or a hockey player. But yeah, I guess that's, that's true. Yeah. But, uh, Dot. 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 Melvin. <laughs> I come from Canada. They say I'm slow, eh? I was more so of a good. more of like a pigeon, like a pigeon Russian yeah. accent. Sorry. A little bit of you. <laughs> Well, they ever built that land bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> when Homer's all despondent at the end after he has to walk away and the government agents are yeah. coming after him or he kicks the grenade. Yeah. If you want to kill somebody on your way out, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that episode is, is just oh, fuck. And, and And like at the point in my life that that came out, that was when I was like really kind of starting to get into uh, James Bond. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, just uh, it was it was part of my emergence as a as a as a young man. So I must have been, oh god, nine or ten, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was roughly roughly right around third grade because I got into Star Wars and James Bond at the same time, mm-hmm. and uh, and and like that came out. I was like, holy shit, this awesome this awesome Simpsons episode is like these like these movies that are like brand new to me. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It, well, it's, it's a it's a good example of uh, like a cultural phenomenon where. I think we might have talked about it before, but when you, so I don't think I was that familiar with James Bond at that point, but that was part of a a canvas of things that kind of gave me exposure to James Bond before I watched any of the movies. Oh yeah. You know, the same way that like you, you learn about, you know, 40% of the plot of Citizen Kane before ever seeing Citizen Kane. Yeah. Just from it being parodied in Animaniacs and some (laughs) similar Animaniacs. That's a, that's a whole other fucking extrasode, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, and I think that I think that this gets like back to something like me talking about like pinpointing that time in my life and having that uh, that fond of a memory of, uh, mm-hmm. of of that particular episode. I think that most people when they when they like decry how awful something has gotten, it's just because that's not what they grew up with. Like I I apply that to like the Sonic games. Like I grew up with the Sonic games and the ones I look back most fondly on are the ones that, you know, I played when I was, you know, at that age where I was able to appreciate it. And I've kind of like, you know, I've kind of come to recognize that yes, the games have like categorically gotten worse, but if I took these games that were like really story heavy back and gave them to myself when I was eight years old, um, I probably would have eaten it up, you know? Yeah. Just because, like, holy shit, it's honest. Like, I read the, I, I, like, I still have like a whole like tote full of the comics. So I was interested yeah. in Sonic stories, no matter what. So just like I think that people shit on Simpsons episodes that aren't from when like they were watching it in the prime and when they were first introduced to it. You know, right? I mean, right, and that, that's definitely true. There's a, a quote about um, from John Byrne, who's kind of a comic book artist who did like a lot of work on X Men and Fantastic Four and stuff. That uh, the the golden age of comics is twelve, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is like one hundred percent true. And I think about that a lot. You know, when you think about that, yeah, uh, you know, we, certain things come around. It's a, it's an interesting idea to think of in terms of um, like missed opportunity cost there, because as much as I can get into something now, you know, kind of every even down granularly to the year that you're born, <laughs> you're going to be exposed to a different subset of things at this magic time where it has the most impact. Mm-hmm. It's like how you, you know how you can learn languages easier when you're young. Yeah, like there are just certain pop culture things that just are going to become really special and ingrained at a certain age. And every, you know, every time you're born, or every you know, almost every year, every two years, a new group is born. They're getting a new set of these things. Yeah, you know. So there's just kind of it's interesting, and it's something you can't reclaim. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm super into Adventure Time, but if it had come <laughs> out when I was age appropriate, like what kind of person would I have turned into? You know? <laughs> if if you grew um, up with this awesome show yeah exactly like as much as i can appreciate it now like there's just something kind of like impure and intellectual about the way i appreciate it where if i i, I would have gotten into it the same way i got into you know nintendo and x-men comics if it had been the golden age of, of cartoons you know it, being 12 
And it's one of those things like like everybody likes to think they hit they hit all the major touchstones like because like I when I was growing up it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles followed by Power Rangers followed by Pokemon and like mm-hmm. the, that those were like the big three like franchises like if you're looking at the different fads that were you know part of like the media at that time but if you look at somebody before me it was like ooh Voltron then the Transformers and then Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like that was right. it but that Pokemon shit's awful but I you know I was the Pokemaster at our local comic bookshop you know <laughs> yeah well and it's interesting how there's overlap too and it, yeah. it, it's almost like i mean you could make an excel spreadsheet about this stuff and it'd probably <laughs> be pretty accurate because i had um you know my 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 jam as far as 80s cartoons is he-man and i liked other ones as well and then um was was he-man ninja turtles x-men mm-hmm. like the x-men and batman animated series so like yeah. comic those and uh, so there's some overlap there. Like you mm-hmm. got into to turtles right at the beginning, you know, when you were younger, and that was kind of my middle mm-hmm. middle age thing. See, but uh, like that's weird because I loved the X Men and um, and uh, Batman and even the Spider Man animated series. Yeah, Spider Man series is actually really good. Yeah, like I had like the VHS tapes of those. Ooh, Dragon Ball Z for me too. That was when oh. I was in middle school. But yeah. yeah, see, and that that was a good that like Power Rangers came along just at the time for me to deride it. Um, Dragon Ball, like I had friends who were into it, but it didn't, didn't work on me. Um, and then it was interesting because then by the time Pokemon came around, I was like in like later in high school mm-hmm. and kind of appreciated it. Um, at least on one level, somewhere to how I appreciate adventure time now, where it was just kind of like, this is fucking that shit insane and joyous. <laughs> like this is just like unapologetically cute and ridiculous. And I like it because of that. Uh-huh. Like I didn't have the cards. I didn't, you know, it was before I got into the games, mm-hmm. but uh, I used to watch the cartoon before school because it was like, you know, ridiculous and yeah. just really like, uh, you know, uh, kind of like uplifting, you know, in a weird way, like pleasant entertainment before school. Yeah. And super cute. Like I didn't mm-hmm. understand, you know, this whole associated, you know, anim- animuness with it. Yeah. That was, that was like, like right on the cusp of the American, you know, like ev- everything becoming anime over yeah. here too. Like, yeah, like I said, I was in a Dragon Ball Z, so I can't say an awful lot. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll criticize people who like Naruto or like uh, Full Metal Alchemist or anything like that. But I watched the first like five seasons of Dragon Ball Z like with bated breath. So, yeah. you know, but but like the weird thing about Pokemon was like I was all about the games first. Like I had, yeah. you know, gotten, you know, like three full teams to level 100 before we even got the, you know, the cartoon where I lived. That's incredible. So, so it was <laughs> a feat in general. Well, you you have a lot of free time when you're in yeah, middle that's school. True. When you're in middle school and you don't do your homework, you know. That's the, the thing about Pokemon is it it is this kind of like disposable kid entertainment. Those games are excellent. Oh, they're fantastic, and, and they're I still excellent. Like I, I, they kind of tend to come out when I'm taking a trip back home, and kind of the last few times I'm taking a trip back home, I'll buy like a game, like a Pokemon game I haven't played mm-hmm. for the plane and for for being at home. So uh, not last year, but the year before that, when Black and White came out. I went and got Pokemon White, and like it's you know it's for all of its its fault, it was still incredibly fun. Like it's those those games are really well designed. See for good games like 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 for for me it's uh it's it's Heart Gold and Soul Silver because that like latches That's on. The, those are the best. Yeah. Like I think that the remakes of those are the best in the series. I think. Yeah, the, well. because because those latch on like it's all of the it's all of the modern gameplay improvements, but it's also the. Uh, but it's also all of the Pokemon that I actually care about. Not yeah. not not care about. Like, oh my god. <laughs> you, you know. My, my my favorite Pokemon in the entire world is always gonna be Zapdos. Like that's that's oh, it. Yeah. Like he's he's my my he's my dog. 
my <laughs> my 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 my, gi- my my giant Aztec Thunderbird, you know, Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, yeah, it's my copilot. <laughs> Zapdos take the wheel, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, you just uh, I think you can get them in Heart Gold Soul Silver. I've oh, never yeah. had the time to like go and like like attack that and get further than like the fourth or fifth like gym, but I'll put mm-hmm. it in and like just get washed over with uh with with nostalgia because my. Uh, my Pokemon Silver cart for Game Boy Color, uh, the battery ran out. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely. I think that's the the apex of the the series. The the year before uh, Pokemon Black and White came out was the year I think, or two years before, is when Heart Gold and Soul yeah. Silver came out, and I got uh, Heart Gold for um, for the trip back. Yeah, it was fantastic, and that that is before they became unmanageable with the actual creatures. Mm-hmm. Even though the the newer ones, they've gotten real fucking weird. Which is awesome. Like, I kind of like how they're running out of ideas. (laughs) You know, it's making these really, like, in the new one, there's this weird floating sarcophagus thing Mm -hmm. that's just, like, really insane looking. You know, and every once in a while, you'll run into something where, you know, it's kind of a mind-blowing design. You you can't even fathom, like, what it would be. Like, like, what is this modeled after? Or, like, what type is this? It's a floating sarcophagus. Well, so like, it's, gonna... no, yeah, it's, it's not an animal or anything. It's just a floating <laughs> sarcophagus with big ghost arms coming yeah. out of it. <laughs> Pokemon so. Snap, though, that's a good game. Yeah, I, I love oh, that game. I God. wish there was enough to talk about for it to do an episode. Because, <laughs> like, that, that game is really, like, that's my go-to relaxation game. Mm-hmm. It's so relaxing. I wish someone would do an update of it where they had a more sophisticated engine for judging, like, composition. And, yeah, and yeah. Photography. So it wasn't just about how big is this, what is it doing, and is it in the center of the frame? Yeah, because like know? no, no, like no photographer puts something in the center of the frame. You never. No. Do that. <laughs> yeah, I know that's true. Turning a whole generation of poker kids to to, to just put to, up shitty Instagram, just lazy, lazy photography. Rule yeah. of thirds, you fuckwit. Doctor Oak, don't you appreciate my avant-garde Pokemon photography? <laughs> Professor Oak just says it in the beginning, just like, "Oh," and then it's just the, the text scroll is just like, "You fuckwits." <laughs> but you could throw a Pokeball into the pool of lava, and Moltres would come out. Come on. Yeah, it was. Uh, I man, so, I would love to have a sequel of that, which so, is like way more, you know, stages and monsters and just actual composition rules. Yeah, the game was a was a big flop. I bought that for a dollar shrink wrapped from Walmart. I remember um, pestering the GameStop um, that I eventually ended up working at. I called them every single day um, because I had it pre ordered, and this was like bef- like I guess it was before like there was a hard and fast release date for stuff. It was just like hmm. we're gonna get it when we get it, kind of thing. Um, and I would, I would call, I felt, I feel so bad now for doing it, but I would call every day after school. Is, is it in yet? Is it in yet? I did the same thing with Mega Man Legends. I did all that, but Pokemon bought it new day one, probably 70, 80 bucks with some birthday money. And, uh, yeah. yeah that's a, that's a good time right there. I don't, I haven't gotten that on the d- virtual console yet. Is I'm it on sure the console? Available, I think so. Holy shit. I, I need to, to do that. I still have my cart. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had an Nintendo 64. I keep thinking about buying one just for like stuff like that, but I just want things to come on virtual console so I don't have to. I, 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 we may have talked about this before. We can stop talking about Nintendo 64, but man, I can't remember if you are somebody who I know who who is wise to this. Are you? Have you been turned on to, to new Tetris? Are you talking about Tetrisphere, Wetris, or... Yeah, the new Tetris is what it's called. Okay. And it does... It It's one of my favorite... Like it's never appeared in any later Tetris modes, but what they do is they introduce this like um, cost benefit analysis mechanic to the game where if you use the, the, the pieces to create um, four by four blocks 
mm-hmm. you know, like perfect four, four, four by four blocks. So the easiest one would be two, you know, four sets of the two by two squares. Um, they congeal into like a solid block. And if you make them out of the same piece, they're gold. And if you make them out of different pieces, they're silver. And clearing lines with these is, is worth um, either double or four times as many points, depending on if it's silver or gold. So you're constantly deciding whether you should, you know, just try to keep your lines low or whether you want to maybe make some mistakes in the pursuit of saving up for the pieces to make these valuable blocks, you know, later Mm -hmm. for points. And it just takes like, I don't know, it just changes Tetris in like this really fundamental way as opposed to just being about, you know, because the way I I always play Tetris is just, you know, it's pretty conservatively. Like I like it, but I just keep my, keep my levels low as long as I can. Um, And this, you know, you can't win doing it that way. Um, It looks like, um, according to Wikipedia, Tetris Worlds includes the rules of new Tetris under Square Tetris. Okay. What is Tetris Worlds on? That is PlayStation 2 and Xbox. Yeah. Okay. So the and oh, later released on the GBA. Done and done. (laughs) That's... (laughs) Let me check out half.com right now. Yeah, I'm surprised um, I'm surprised that uh I'm surprised that that's that that rule set isn't in the uh the DS Tetris because that has like literally every other rule set. Yeah, and yeah, I mean it's that that Tetris is is a fun Tetris too with all the Mario Pavlovian, you know, ding stuff. Yeah, happens. yeah. But, yeah, this is this is just it's it's awesome. And 3.99 on on oh, thank you half.com. <laughs> but the uh it's it's awesome. Like it is by far the best best tetris see my canonical tetris i mean obviously the the game boy one because that's what i had first but uh the, the game boy color tetris dx that was really good yeah for, for, as far as basic tetris goes but that sounds that sounds great because this it seems like i mean i play tetris same way as you i'll go for i'll go for low lines um as much as possible um god i am so afraid of, of handhelds losing buttons because like you can't play tetris on a touch screen yeah yeah and I, i've tried <clears throat> I have. I've tried so hard, but I can't. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't work. And there's also no Tetris Attack on hand on, yeah. on my phone, which just makes makes my soul weep. Yeah, makes my blood boil. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool mode, and it pretty much like when I was college age, like I you know I wasn't in college, but um, college age, the first house I moved out, you know, from my parents, we like this was this was the game that my roommates were skipping class for. Like this is this is the game like we have a game going and, and you know, categorically like lowered the GPA of my household by one, one point, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, it was just ugh. see like for like for me, Tetris is like, I don't know, like sometimes you just need to scratch your back like a bear, you know, yeah. and you just like go up against a corner and you're just like, ah, gosh, when nobody's looking, you know, mm. that's like doing that to the back of my brain is what Tetris is yeah. for me. Like it's, it's, it's like going up against a corner and scratching the back of my brain. It just feels very, very satisfying. Yeah. I've never, like, I've never had that Tetris. The only thing I've had close to that, um, is, is luminous. Like luminous mm, yeah. kind of gave that to me as well. That game is really fun, but other, other puzzle games like that just kind of historically have not done it for me. Oddly for me, Minecraft feels very similar to mm. it, but that's just, I, I can't, I can't reason it. I can't. I can't quantify it because they really couldn't be very much more different than they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's what that is to me. I don't know. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so psyops. Yeah. Some kind of mind gate conspiracy going on. I don't know if, if it was the same where you came from, but like growing up, I like, uh, uh, student teachers, 
were like a huge thing in elementary school. So we yeah, all we had have student teachers, and and I had an Australian one who who brought in some Vegemite, and uh, just grossed out you know in a class of thirty kids. Like they all, <laughs> With, all tried it, and everyone was. Oh, you know, just, I've, I've never I've never tasted it with my own tongue, but just it sounds awful. Yeah, this is this is an odd sentence. Cool. What you've never tasted it with your own tongue. But it sounds awful. That's a weird. What a weird. But why didn't you just say I never tasted it? What a weird statement. <laughs> Apparently, the game also has a a two player co op mode where one person controls the movement and the other controls weapons and powers. Um, also, you know, also known as that probably the worst idea for a co op mode. It's kind of like the Mario Kart Double Dash, but in a third person shooter. And I'm sure it works exactly as good as that sounds. Oh God. There was a mode like that in um in in Goldeneye, and we th- we thought that that's what it was for, like one person aimed and one person moved. But actually, I realized now it was so you could do a dual stick with mm. it. Yeah, it was like you, so you control one character with two controllers, and we thought that's oh, what so, it was so you for. can simulate like a dual like a dual yeah. shocker. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, no, it's yeah. a it's a thing. So I oftentimes found myself either, and I think the situation you're referring to is when you. Uh, it auto saves right after you know when you enter a door full of rooms or full of uh, uh, enter a door full of rooms. It's <laughs> trippy. It's um, shit. Sorry. Just uh, let's start. Like okay, so the uh, uh, um, avuncular Lennon or whatever our band is will be a psychedelic <laughs> band, and our first album will be a door full of rooms. Um, I'm back. All right. Okay. I took the opportunity to pour myself another beverage i'm a man of contradictions like i'm yeah. I'm, 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 a neat, I'm a neat freak who like is like weird about germy stuff but i will gladly like read my phone while i'm on the toilet um hmm. and uh we have a we have another response on the forum i, I saw the same thing okay cool i checked as well <laughs> i thought when you're saying you're a man of contradictions i thought you were first talking about how you just use the bathroom and then also put yourself a drink <laughs> and i was going to say that you have a single track digestive system like a fly <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like a factory line. Always in, always out. <laughs> Need dun, dun, to rip- dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I swear to God, if we hum Powerhouse one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah, the gray stuff the video games are made of. Let's bask in that for a second. No, I think that's yours. I think that, I, I think you said that in an old episode. I think I think I, I, I've I've referred to it's the gray goo to which everything is reduced to. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, you're you're right. Like it's the yeah, it's it's an appropriate use of this thing that I don't remember coining. Um, <laughs> Any inspired? Uh, I actually, you know, that was a, a that was an epiphany. Point I just came to. Yeah, yeah. I, epiphany seems like it's overselling it a little bit. I'm sorry. Like two thousand four means two thousand four. No, no, we we. <laughs> It's, it's my fucking job. We overuse the word epiphany because that's the vocabulary that we use. Mm. Sorry. Um. <laughs> but, well, I mean, you're probably using it correctly. It's just one of those things where it's like ascribing it also ascribes value. <laughs> oh, okay. There was a, a revolution a revelation I came to in the world of art. You know, when I was like, you know, I, I would argue with people that like, you know, no, like this thing can't be art. And then I realized like, no, it can be. It's all art. It just means that art doesn't mean good. <laughs> You know, and when I came to that revelation, the revelation, like I just came to peace with that. Like calling something art adds nothing to it. All, you know? all the all calling something art does is give it constitutional protection. Exactly. That's exactly. It. It, doesn't, it doesn't ascribe a property to it. Whereas before, I thought it elevated it. Yeah, it's, it's like it really annoyed when people say, "Like, man, that's not a movie; that's a film." 
And it's like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you just, you yeah. shut your goddamn mouth. Yeah, just, just, just quit talking and, and make room for the rest of us. We can make the world a better place. Stop using up my air. Yeah. <laughs> just like, ugh. It's the same kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the same thing with art. Like, I'm sure Epiphany, I just, I'm ascribing uh, additional value to it. Um, Who can do a better Barrett? All right. I can, I thought I could do it really well, but all I can really do is go, okay, Nick. <laughs> Like in, in the, okay, Nick. We okay, Nick. I think we both do the okay, Nick. Exact same. <laughs> oh, there are two Barretts. I got a twin brother. Mom always loved me best. <laughs> Mom always loved me best, bitch. Yeah, bitch. You're gonna run into a room. Bitch. You may find yourself in a shotgun shack. Um, okay. <laughs> this is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> You're on a road to nowhere, Nick. <laughs> oh god i wish i had a bell to ring <laughs> god we've been recording for three hours it's so goddamn hot it's so, it's so hot in here i'll see baby i want to make him stay up late <laughs> burning down the house, Nick. Uh, <laughs> Using pyrokinesis, you can burn down the house, Nick. Um, love goes to a building on pyrokinesis. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> it should stop being funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a weird direction to take it instead of uh, like something like Sid Barrett. See him play, Nick. <laughs> Have a cigar, Nick. <laughs> but I definitely had that exact grocery run before, which is like, I just want to drink a variety of things. Yeah, just, you know? I, just want to, I want to sit sit at this table and have cups full of things, yeah, and I'm just like, exactly. mm, cranberry juice. Mm. Like I want like a seven-course drink meal. <laughs> like, just like after the coffee course comes the milk course. And the, and the only reason I didn't pick up beer is because I already had some. So yeah, I'm yeah. ridiculously beverage oriented. 